Hey there, it's Dr. Nazanin Mo'oli, and I want to chat with you about a key ingredient for a fabulous date night, feeling sexy. And come on, let's be real. What you wear plays a big part in how you rock that confidence. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce you to Quince. Quince brings you premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at just $30, along with washable silk tops, 40-carat gold jewelry, and more. And guess what? All of their goodies are priced 50 to 80% lower than similar brands. By teaming up directly with top factories, Quince skipped the middleman and hands us the saving. Plus, they stick to factories with safe, ethical practices and top-notch fabrics and finishes. How awesome is that? Picking from Quince's website was tough because they have a ton of fabulous choices. I ended up going for their 100% washable silk sleep dress in champagne. And let me tell you, my husband was floored. He's convinced whoever rocks this is in for a blast. I'm going to record some content on that dress so you can see how fabulous is that dress. Elevate your date night style with Quince. Pop over to quince.com slash sexology for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash sexology to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com slash sexology. Welcome to Sexology, a podcast that untangles the science of sex and pleasure. And now, with this week's episode, your host, clinical psychologist, Dr. Nazanin Moali. Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode 356 of Sexology Podcast. Today's topic, erectile dysfunction, often called ED. It's a common issue, but isn't often discussed openly. As more men face this challenge, it's vital we all understand it better. Guiding us is Dr. Corey Torgerson, recognized as one of the Canada's top experts on men's health and a leading facial plastic surgeon. Dr. Torgerson has a rich educational background from the University of Toronto. He's a certified head, neck, and facial surgery specialist and has shared his insight on platforms like Global News and many more of the well-known platforms. We'll explore what's causing the rise in ED, the role of our lifestyles, and the impact of societal pressures. We'll also journey through the history of ED treatments, highlighting one of the most and one of the best treatments. Before we dive in, a quick note. If you're keen on maintaining healthy erectile functioning throughout your life, be sure to download our free list of activities that you can start implementing from today. It's available on our website and in the show notes. All right, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sexology Podcast. I am so excited to welcome Dr. Corey Torgerson to our show. Dr. Corey, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks so much. It's nice to be here. I'm very excited. So you said we can talk about all things penis related. <laughs> that's that's Bring your specialty. It <laughs> Bring it on. Well, one thing that comes up for me that I, I it seems like there's been a rise in the cases of erectile 
dysfunction, erectile unpredictability in recent years. I'm kind of curious about that. Is it like, we are we seeing the rise? Are we hearing more about it? What's your thoughts on that? You're 100% right. We actually are seeing a rise in the reported levels of erectile dysfunction. If you compare the rates from 10 or 15 years ago to, to what we're seeing now, there's almost a 10% jump, all right? We know now that about 50% of men that are over 40 display some sort of erectile dysfunction, whether that is, and there's a range, you know, of, of erectile dysfunction, but that's half of men over 40. And the numbers in their 20s now are almost doubling as well from what we're seeing. So we're seeing it younger and we're seeing it more commonly. Well, why is that? And then that's probably the, the, the most important question. And I think it's complicated, all right? We know that most erectile dysfunction is vascular, right? There's blood vessels that go into our erectile tissue that comprise it. And as we get older, it's kind of like coronary artery disease. You know, the vessels do two things. They either get plugged up and sclerosed or they just retract it. There's not as much robust vascularity there or a combination of both. So, you know, all the things that are kind of bad for us, if we have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, if we're smoking and those kinds of things, those we know increase the chance of, of having, you know, atherosclerosis, plugging up of vessels. And, and, and so there are things that we can absolutely do to prevent that. But what about the young guys? Why are the young guys complaining of this more? And I think that's a little bit more complex. So the first thing I think is, is what's happening right now. We're talking about it, all right? We are absolutely talking about the rise of social media has brought a lot of things to attention that we just didn't talk about before. We didn't report it. And while certainly there is, you know, probably not levels of atherosclerosis and vessels in, the, in a young man in their, in their 20s or in their teens, we, there's other pressures, you know? We have, we have the accessibility of pornography. Pornography is like crack cocaine for a guy. It's readily accessible. And to be able to achieve a hard erection when you're having pornography versus a real life situation with a real life person, it's like there's a disconnect. And it's probably actually one of the most harmful things for a male to be able to be hooked on porn and then try to reconcile that with a real life relationship. Absolutely difficult and a huge contributor to erectile dysfunction. The other thing is, it's like, like, why are we seeing these rise in Cialis and Viagra and young kids at parties and stuff like this? Do they really require a harder, you know, erection? Is that really, really important? And I think there's this sort of like thing that, you know, I'm 18, I'm, I'm the king, I'm this, you know, sex god and, and, you know, it, it, it's, it's just not realistic. There's this unrealistic sort of thing out there that, that, you know, you, you have to be on and perfect all the time. And again, it's just not real. And I think that probably contributes to it also. I agree with you. I think people have sometimes unrealistic expectation. What happens during sex? Okay, maybe you're 16, you're able to maintain erection, the entire experience, which I bet that experience would be shorter. But I know that getting exposed to different media, people think that, oh God, if I my erection gets softer, like now it's a problem that they get so worried yeah. about it. But my understanding is common for most people, their quality of erection slightly changes during experiences. Is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. That's accurate. You know, as we get older, it's a little bit different. And, and, I, and I 
think different is not always bad. I think different is different. And, and, and the kind of sex that you're going to have when you're younger is going to be quite different than when you're older. And you'll appreciate things. It's, it's almost like eating. Do we eat or because we're hungry and we just get everything down or do we savor some things? And do we allow things to mellow a little bit and, 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 and we stage things about what we eat first and what we eat second and, 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 and we match it with wine. And it's like that. I love that analogy. And I think the other thing at times as psychologists I wonder about is that social anxiety that younger generation feels, right? We're not teaching people how to be around other people. We're kind of isolated in our little kind of computer, internet. And sometimes yeah. the sexual connection, kind of making a connection can increase people's anxiety, which in turn impact the quality of erection or they can lose their erection. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I have a feeling that it's not going to get better. It's going to be worse with the AI and all these different kinds of, you know, non-personal kinds of interactions that we're having with people. And so I, I think, I think it's just the beginning of some of the issues that are going to arise. And, you know, it just really belies the importance of somebody like you being able to talk about it and to be able to address it and to be able to really, you know, meet it head on. Well, tell us what are some of the things that we can do to prevent or reduce the chances of experiencing any kind of erectile unpredictability or more, more specifically erectile dysfunction? Well, I mean, because most of erectile dysfunction as we get older is in fact vascular. There's so many lifestyle choices that we can make that are going to be able to help. The, you know, the simple things like your diet and working out and, you know, not smoking and getting enough sleep. These are simple things that seem so simple. Like really, it's going to help. If you're whacked out on caffeine and you're smoking and you haven't slept in three days and you're going to be good for nothing and, and, you know, going and getting rest. What do we do when we go on holidays? We sleep a lot more. We relax a lot more. And what do we also do a lot more? We usually have sex a lot more, right? Because we're relaxed and we sort of enjoy and take time for that kind of a thing. So I think those lifestyle choices are a big deal. I'm also really going to hammer down on porn, you know, like in my clinic, we have a porn help link that you can have for some really, really tangible ways to be able to reduce your, your addiction to porn. And I think, you know, to be honest with you, 75 to 85% of men probably are addicted to porn and they can't get off it. And it, and it, and it has a lot of negative effects. And so, you know, I, I will say when someone's coming to my office is, you know, 18 to 25 in that range, and they're having troubles with it, I'm going to say, how much porn are you actually doing? And I'm like, well, it's every day. I'm like, okay. So, so then we go, go down that pathway. And, and, and most, you know, we don't have to talk about shame. It's so guised in shame and people don't want to tell you about it. I just address it head on, just kind of like we're doing right now, because, you know, if there's, if there's a problem and, it, and it's causing a, you know, there's an issue and it's causing a problem, just deal with it. Move on. There's a solution and, and it's going to serve you well. You know, what's interesting in my experience that I, like sometimes people who have erectile unpredictability, premature ejaculation, it's hard for them to talk about it with the partner. That's why they're using porn because it's like they're not feeling responsible for someone else's emotion. Right. So that could be one of the outlets for them to be able to have 
good sexual experiences without feeling the pressure. So if someone have a kind of a struggle with erectile dysfunction for any number of reasons, whether it's medical or it's psychological, relational, historically, what's been some of the interventions out there for people from the like medical perspective? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely evolved. And, you know, at the beginning, you know, the urologist that would deal with erectile dysfunction, it was mostly surgical from the start. And so if you were in your 50s or 60s and you weren't, you had diabetes and, and clots and all this kind of things, oftentimes really your only help was a surgical. They would be anything from a silicone rod being inserted into the erectile tissue of your penis. So you'd kind of always have sort of a rigid penis, which you'd kind of be able to either lie down flat and fold it in or, or bring it out. That evolved into devices that used fluid that you could, they'd have a reservoir that was in your scrotum that you could sort of pump and then it would, that fluid would fill into them, the shaft of the penis. So you could either bring it up or down. And then really with the advent of some of the drugs, that was the game changer where it was a much more non-surgical and available for everybody. So, you know, Viagra and, and Cialis and some of the newer ones as well had been game changers for so many men because it was easy. It was something that they could do at home in the privacy of their own home. They didn't have to go see, you know, a procedure getting it done by a doctor. The problem with the drugs, although they, they do work, there's, there's planning around it. And sometimes they don't work as so good after a while. And they're really, truly band-aids. In fact, band-aids, because they don't fix anything. All they do is cause vasodilation of the erectile tissue. And those vessels that do exist are dilated. More blood's going to go in there. Certainly doesn't change or impact the duration of the erection. And it doesn't fix anything. And so, although it's readily accessible, that particular development had its flaws as well. We've really, really moved past that now with some really cool new interventions that include acoustic shock wave therapies. And one of the most successful platforms is something called Viasure. It's by a company called Cyanosure, but Viasure uses shock waves. And what the shock waves do is actually cause a mechanotransduction in the erectile tissue kind of compressing it and then instantly causing a relaxation or an expansion. And after that happens over and over again, it releases a whole bunch of growth factors in the erectile tissue, which stimulate new blood vessel growth. This can also be enhanced by injecting platelet-rich plasma or PRP there as well. So you're getting not only the creation of new blood vessels, but also smooth muscle, which when contracts hold the blood in the penis so a longer lasting erection and a harder erection, that's actually a fix. So it's actually fixing. And of course, it's non-drug, which is super cool. A lot of people will connect with that. And it's something that after a main treatment, you can keep it up by doing like a, a sequence of a half treatment every year. So we've seen some really, really nice benefits in fixing this problem in men that have you know, mild to moderately severe uh, erectile dysfunction. Well, I I love that we're talking about more of a permanent solution in a way through through this intervention. There's just so many things out there that I hear from my clients when it comes to erectile dysfunction, erectile challenges, and every 
every single different companies, of course, you guys are medical practice, but like they claim it to be effective. Like one of the things I hear, I want to hear about it, your opinion about a range of things. One thing that people talk about are supplements. Do we have supplements that's been studied that show that helps erectile dysfunction? Oh, you know, there's there's lots of, you know, there's no great studies that show it. We know like there's some vitamins and, and, and minerals, for example, that that might increase your level of ejaculate or maybe make you a little bit more sexually aroused. Whether they work and whether they're in the concentration that we need is suspect. You're seeing a lot of health food stores carry a lot of natural testosterone boosters. And natural testosterone boosters actually do work, right? We know that as we get into our late 30s and in in early 40s, just like women go through menopause, men's testicles kind of poop out. They don't make as much testosterone and they get symptoms. And we don't call it menopause. We call it andropause. Now, andropause is woefully undiagnosed because medical doctors and medicals were not actually taught about andropause. The ones that treat it actually have a special interest and understand the research of optimization of testosterone. Why should we bring someone's testosterone up to the high end of the normal range? Well, two reasons. Number one, it's normal and it's safe. And it brings about a whole bunch of benefits to the table that men probably want, like better concentration, better mood, better energy, better sex drive. And when you have a better sex drive, often a better erection. And then all the things about better you know, muscle building and in and, and fat loss. So these are all things that what guy wouldn't want that. Every guy would. Why do we have to suffer, you know, in silence and be like our dads or our grandpas with the, okay, well, that part of my life is over. And so, you know, dealing with someone's testosterone is also really, really beneficial to being able to treat erectile dysfunction or low sex drive. And these natural boosters can actually increase it pretty pretty, pretty well. Not, not as much as, you know, a testosterone injection that, for example, I would do in my clinic, but certainly it can have some significant improvement. That's lovely to hear that. So people can kind of, there's a range of intervention that people can, can incorporate in their lifestyle, which is very helpful. And with testosterone injections, I know there are different qualities, things that people get off the street versus what they get from their physicians. How likelihood as the people would need it? How would they know if they need to go to their urologist if they need an injection? Well, I mean, I mean, I have a hugely busy male practice that is that includes you know people looking for testosterone replacement, and the stories are all the same. You know that they've been feeling like their energy is low, they're having low sex drive, they're putting on weight their mood is low, they go to their family doctor, the family doctor wants to put them on a antidepressant, they're like, that doesn't feel right. They maybe ask about their testosterone, the family doctor doesn't know anything about it, labels them to being your steroid abuser, you know, bodybuilder, drug seeker, you know, and then and then so they feel frustrated, they go and do a little bit of online research, find doctors or clinics that specialize in it, boom, all of a sudden they're treated properly. And they feel like they have their life back. And so, you know, it's it's interesting how people get there. I think by talking about it, by doing podcasts, by by doing a lot more social media stuff, people are much more savvy as to, okay, this is actually real and there's a real treatment for this. 
and I can feel better. I mean, that's what we want in the end. We want it to have a great quality of life. We want to enjoy our energy. We want to enjoy our sex drive. We want to be able to enjoy feeling like ourselves and not like old and decrepit. And it's the same thing with menopause. If you have terrible menopause symptoms, how do we treat it? Well, we treat it with hormones and you feel better. Well, I'm glad that now there is less stigma, right? Like if you're struggling, you can kind of have your content out there that helps you to kind of find the right expert in the area. So that you, everyone in all stages of life deserve to have yeah. fulfilling sexual experiences. Well, with the, like something like shockwave that you were talking about, I know, for example, with medication, like like Viagra, Cialis, if you're very anxious, you're taking it, you're very anxious, or you're not in a right sexual context, they're not going to work. Like, and sometimes people panic and say, oh my God, that just didn't work. But they were just because like extremely anxious. Would that, the effect would be the same if they do the shockwave and if they're very anxious, they cannot get an erection? Well, Dr. Nazanin, as you know, sex starts here. All right. And everything can work down here and we can have the vessels all primed. They can be ready to go. But if you're not feeling it here, it's not going to happen. So, yes, it is not an aphrodisiac. It is not something that makes you feel like you want to do it. It just makes sure that all your bits are ready to go when they get stimulated. But that stimulation from up here needs to be really the driver. And so all this anxiety and all all, all, all of this worry and angst and, you know, anxiousness and angst absolutely can be the most inhibitive thing. And so, you know, that's where someone needs to come and chat with you <laughs> about what's in their head because... Although it could work, it might not work. And you're 100% right. Whatever treatments, the bits are ready to go, but it has to be driven by the right stimulus. I'm glad that that like people are physicians are talking about it. People know about it because I had many clients that they were panicking. Like when they, Viagra didn't work, they thought like there was something drastically wrong with them. I know yeah. one of the kind of like things that I heard mostly from your team about the big shot. So can you tell us more about that? Oh, Big Shot is super cool. It's something that I've invented and it really is a male enhancement treatment. And you're like, really? Male enhancement's a big deal? Well, yeah, it kind of is because guys have a lot of issues <laughs> with their legitimacy. And the correlate, Dr. Nazanin, is that, you know, women get breast implants and we don't really think anything about it, but like really a little volume in a woman's chest makes them feel maybe more beautiful, more legitimate, whether they have their clothes on or off. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the same for a guy. 99% of the time we're not walking around with erect penises. They're flaccid. And if it's a little cold or for a little bit anxious, they're even smaller, right? And so it's hard to reconcile a flaccid penis with an erect penis, which most guys are pretty happy with for the most part. And so the gift of the big shot, really everybody thinks it's going to be about sex, but it's, it's here. It's the gift of confidence. It's the gift of legitimacy. It's the gift of feeling comfortable in your naked. And most men aren't. Most men are feel shame. They feel not good enough. And if you feel confident in there, well, it changes everything. It changes your sex drive. It changes how, how, how you want to engage in that piece because you're comfortable. So it's a really, really big piece. And so Big Shot is cool. It's what I would call like the ideal solution for male enhancement because it's super safe, natural, dissolvable, 
and it's long lasting. So you get everything. It's a non-surgical procedure. We inject what's called platelet-rich gel matrix. It's kind of a mixture of hyaluronic acid filler. What, you know, it can be put in the lips to make them big with PRP, platelet-rich plasma, which you know is growth factors from your blood. Magic happens when you put them together because they're natural and instant and dissolvable, but yet lasting about three, four years. So it doesn't go away. A lot of people in Beverly Hills right now are injecting 15 vials of Juvederm in someone's penis, but it's mostly gone in about six months. And so it's something that's really not doable for most people. So this is something that's actually makes sense. And I can make a soft penis, both longer and thicker in circumference and girth and a hard penis, bigger, bigger overall. And so, and so really that gel is injected very safely underneath the skin. So it doesn't affect the sensitivity of the penis and on top of the erectile tissue. So it doesn't affect your erection ability. So it's just sort of, sort of something that holds it out, sort of really transforms someone who's like a grower and not a shower into sort of like showing all the time. And although it sounds like really is that superficial, it's extremely important actually for a guy. We kind of all care about the same things. <laughs> well, I think whatever it takes for people that they can feel more confident that's aligned with their values, there is no issue with, with that. And so what was my one of my questions about the sensitivity? So you're saying that when they receive the injection, it doesn't impact the quality of the experiences they had. So you can just enhance it because they feel more confidence. Yes, absolutely. So we got a size impact. And, you know, for sex, if if, if when you're erect, the, the biggest gains is in girth. And for partner sex, I mean, girth is actually probably one of the most important things. And of course, because it's bigger before you get going, when the blood gets into the penis, it becomes even bigger and the skin is harder and firmer. So it can actually improve the firmness of, of the erection as well. So it tends to be something that's very, very important for an improved sex life as well, or definitely sexual well-being. Is there like known side effects for it? What are some of the things that people might think about when they're, they need to consider they're thinking about big shock? Well, I mean, male enhancement's not new. I mean, dudes from every culture and every, you know, time in history wouldn't mind a little bigger and thicker. It's not new at all. But what is new is the safety of it. And so, you know, going down to Colombia or Mexico or Brazil and getting some liquid silicone injected into your penis comes at a super high risk, a high risk of infection upwards of 40%. That's not cool. What are you going to do with that to, you know, permanent asymmetries? What happens if it doesn't go right or if it's a little bit off or wonky? What are you going to do? Well, you're going to have to do a big choperation. So the risks of this is exquisitely low. The infection risk is certainly less than 1%. You know, you 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 maximize the the success rate by giving some antibiotics after and in, in doing some appropriate, you know, aftercare instructions. You have to be trained properly. We don't want to get cannulas or, or the, the needles into blood vessels that can plug them up. So you need to understand the anatomy. So really going to someone who's properly trained, who understands the anatomy and understands the the importance of being able to do something that that has no reverse button. If somebody likes it and then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, wants to reverse it, it's kind of nice to be able to easily and quickly reverse it. This can be dissolved within an hour by injecting something called a hyaluronidase enzyme into it and it just breaks it apart. But I love the Big Shot because it has all the best things and that's kind of why I call it 
an ideal solution. So really low risk factors, not painful, non-surgical, takes about a half an hour to, to, to 40 minutes to be able to, to get in and out, walking out with a, a big one. Well, it's wonderful to hear that there are there are medically safe way of kind of like enhancing for men because I know as you're 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 alluding to it, like penis size is really important for people's confidence. I'm not sure for partner sex is how important, but I know for penis owners that's very very important. I would just say this: there, there's a lot of men that come in with you know eight nine inch penises and they're long, but they're like super skinny yeah. and. In in this case, you know, their length is not what they're 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 you know lacking. What they're lacking is girth. And if they're having partner sex, having something that's you know something that's a little bit more girthy is definitely going to be more impactful than you know an average uterus is maybe like five inches or something like that. You're easily going to be able to be hitting the cervix. And so it's not the length that becomes the issue. It's really more about the girth. How has it been received by medical community? Because I know with surgeries, I I read mixed studies, but with big big shot, how are been like people are receiving it? Very well, very well, because it's natural, and really, it will be the demand of this that will drive more and more doctors into it to be able to provide it. It's a little bit like procedures that doctors learn about. Like, for example, when fillers came out, there was just a handful of of providers that were trained properly and did it well. And now you can get your fillers done by just about anybody on the corner because they've taken a course and because they're interested to be able to do it. So the, the amount of providers that will be offering this will rapidly increase as people understand that this is something that can be done safely, that uses a natural product, that has a reverse button. And and really produces an amazing, amazing result. And so it's kind of like that. I talk about this all the time. I have doctors that are super excited to learn. We do a training for doctors and medical providers on how to do this and they can become part of the Big Shot team. Beautiful. So I bet that our listeners are very excited to learn more about you and have access to your content because obviously you're very well versed in any everything penis related. So tell us where can they get a hold of you? Yeah, well, you can find lots of information about me on my website called SovereignMail.com. One word, SovereignMail.com. And that's stuff about testosterone and and erectile um, dysfunction treatments like Vyasher and and also the Big Shot. You can also find lots of information specifically about the Big Shot on our website called TheBigShot.ca. It has that CA tag at the back, the bigshot.ca. Both of those, you'll find tons of information about all your male wants, needs, and desires. Beautiful. We'll make sure that we leave a link in the show notes. So if our listeners are driving, doing different tasks, they will have access to it. Thank you so much for coming in the show. This was wonderful to have you as part of our male sexual health series. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Nazneen. I wish you an amazing day. Thanks for doing such an awesome job of getting the word out. Thank you. Thank you. What an enlightening conversation we've had today. It's worth noting that erectile dysfunction is more common than many realize. Across the globe, countless men grapple with this challenge. And it's not a physical hurdle, but an emotional and psychological one as well. Addressing and managing ED isn't about intimacy. 
It's about overall well-being, self-esteem, and the quality of relationships. It's really important to understand and seek proper care whenever you notice that you need it. Every individual deserves a fulfilling and healthy intimate life, and taking steps toward that is both brave and essential. For more insight on this topic and many others, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. The link is in the show notes. We've dedicated numerous episodes to deep dive into this topic and other intimate health issues. Whether you're seeking information, solution, or simply a community that understands, our channel is the best place to be. Thank you so much for joining us today. Remember, understanding is the first step to our resolution. Take care and see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Sexology Podcast. For more great content, visit www.sexologypodcast.com. Please be advised that information presented on this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health provider.